Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, (laughs) y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in the beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show that is mourning a loss of uh, in the family mm-hmm. it's mourning a loss of ashley pickles thumb ring it hurts hurts my heart my name is greg tupper i'm the managing editor of dave campbell's texas football a magazine texasfootball.com a corresponding website thank you for spending part of your day with us whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the facebook.com or you listen to us on the podcast which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice either way thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show I am in this chair, sitting over in that chair a safe distance away. Although, maybe some plexiglass. Can we get that in here? Is the Duchess of the Dorks is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley. Howdy. Um, how are you? Okay, considering oh, the yeah. loss of the thumb tough. When? What time did this happen God. this morning? Well, what happened was the other day... Uh, here I went to move a necklace around mm-hmm. um, because the little clasp was showing and I wanted it in the back and it got caught on the thing so it kind of broke a little bit but then yeah this morning at about I don't know eight ish mm-hmm. when I got mm-hmm. done getting ready it just did you curse I said yes you said yes <laughs> no I, I yes I cursed you cursed okay yeah mm. it's a tough day for you it is tough day Today is Thursday, June 4th, 2020. To think <laughs> We're back it. in the office and still don't know what day. because it's, it's gone so much faster. It's been weird being like, back in the office. I can't ever remember what day it is because it feels like the week goes by way quicker because we're back here. See, I totally disagree. Um, I don't know. I got to get a feel for the space-time continuum now that I'm not around. Like, it's What's weird is that I have like hours of uninterrupted time to get work done, which is like, and it's not at 11 p.m., right? right? Like, that's, 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 the, oh, that's the big difference for me is that like, I feel like I've gotten so much done in these three days because I've gotten like, it's been chunked up the past right. couple of months. Anyway, today is Thursday, June 4th, 2020, 175 days till Thanksgiving, episode 970, 970. The number of at-bats per strikeout for Scott Fletcher in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. On today's show, friends, big day, big day. We're going to talk a little bit about, we are now four days away from the, four days? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, we'll call it four days. Four days away from the 
UIL allowing strength and conditioning workouts for Texas high school football teams. I'm going to tell you what I've noticed as far as seeing these protocols uh, for safety is concerned and what I think are the um, the common themes that you're seeing uh, from these protocols. Because remember, the UIL set out guidelines and then said, you figure it out Basically. how to do it. Here's what I've noticed that's coming up here in a moment, including a really fun and informational video. Yes. And then back half of the show, big day. Big day. We are mm-hmm. going to start rolling out the top tens for the Texas high school football uh, rankings. Uh, of course, we are the official rankings provider of the Associated Press uh, here at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. So these are the official preseason Texas high school football rankings. We're starting uh, at the smallest class, our smallest classification, 1A Division Two, and we will work our way up all the way up to 6A. Remember, there's expanded rankings in the magazine. So top 25 for each... Top 25 for each 11-man division, top 50 for 6A, and then top 20 for each 1A division. Mm-hmm. But, go ahead. Does it make it more important if you say O, like if you emphasize the O in official instead of official? The way you said that, the official. Does that, like, raise the level of importance? I'm sorry, were you talking? I just kind of black out. From time to time and we're done <laughs> so we'll get to that coming up here at the back half of the program okay let's start with um COVID-19 no there's a lot going on in the world guys but uh another thing that is still going on in the world is uh COVID-19 mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately I don't know if you guys have seen the the news but the um the numbers are not trending in a super positive way right now in texas so everybody please be safe wash your hands practice social distancing wear a mask um just be smart be smart be smart okay be smart be safe um but on monday monday's june 8th and june 8th is a big day because that is the day that the uil is going to allow texas high school football teams uh and texas i should say you a uil programs to start having strength and conditioning workouts and you will remember we talked about this about a week ago about the um two weeks ago about the guidelines guidelines that they laid out that they said okay we need you to do this we need you to do that and and the interesting thing about the guidelines is that they said here is the minimum that you need to do okay and here are the restrictions that you have in place as far as practicing social distancing, as far as uh, there is a um, there's a limit to the number of students you can have per coach uh, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as you know, the, there's a limit to how many kids you can have in the weight room, things like that. They gave them this big list of restrictions, and then just kind of patted them on the butt and said, "Now figure it out. Here you go. <laughs> figure it out with your specific." circumstances because right. not every high school football team has the same facilities not every high school football team has the same uh assets not every mm-hmm. f- uh, Texas high football team has the same number of kids or coaches which personally i think was the absolute right way to do that it's because the- you can't compare an allen facility to mclean like it's just yeah. not possible you know, that's how they needed to do it right and, and, and as a result that's the that's i think it was in in many ways the only way to do it and the uil you got to remember that like while i think we think of the uil as being the the um the governing body of spring westfield and of uh lubbock coronado these big schools it's also the governing body of blum uh, blum and everything in between 
And so they have to do broad guidelines and then say, you need to enact these. But they were, I thought, pretty stringent um, and robust guidelines. Mm -hmm. So now what you've seen is a number of schools, a number of coaches that uh, have, have put out um, and programs have put out their protocols for how they're going to start on Monday. And some of these, you know, obviously, you know, I, I've mentioned this before that I think that, you know, the UIL said, all right, coaches, we're going to let you do this. And the coaches, I think, have taken that very personally and said, all right, it is now up to us to make sure everybody stays safe and we do this right. Because right. otherwise, I'm not trying to do scare tactics here, but if this goes poorly, we're probably not having football in the fall. Mm-hmm. That's I'm not trying to be scary. I'm trying to be realistic. That if, if suddenly a ton of kids start getting sick or a ton of coaches start getting sick, then football in the fall becomes a lot less likely. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I think... Coaches and players are taking this seriously, and they're they're going through and they're putting together protocols to make sure that they are not only in line with what the UI requires, but also being using common sense and saying we're going to be as smart as possible. I think a big tool that they're using too, like I saw Coach Gilbert out of Lancaster tweeted out, they're doing Zoom calls either tonight or Friday night to get everybody on board and, mm-hmm. okay, here's exactly how we're rolling out. So then there's no confusion when they show up Monday morning and go, well, what are we supposed to be doing? Right. And so here are a few things that I've noticed in reading about a handful of these these protocols. One of them is, so the UIL basically said that indoor facilities like weight rooms uh, can be full up to 25% capacity. They can be up full up to 25% capacity. One thing they didn't mention is, you know, they said uh, they said disinfect and, and clean regularly. What I have seen has been the norm is, in reading these, they're saying after every use, that piece of equipment's getting cleaned. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is if Pickle goes up there and cheap pumps the bar uh you know with you know 300 three bills three bills she pounds out 90 reps real quick yeah with the cannons she does that (laughs) then right after she gets up we're disinfecting that bench Mm -hmm. we're disinfecting that bench we're disinfecting that bar another thing that i've seen a lot of is for example if i am um spotting you Right. So, I mean, you can you can throw up 300 pounds, oh, easy. but that 87th rep is going to be tougher. Right? Yes. And you need a spotter. So mm-hmm. I'm spotting you. I the, what I've seen from a lot of coaches is requiring those guys to have masks requiring like if you're not working out, if you're just spotting, you know, because that if for, for those who have ever, you know, if you think about spotting squats, mm-hmm. right, you're usually right down underneath them and you're you're squat you're squatting with them mm-hmm. so that you can catch them if they need it. That is a very close contact type thing. Well, and I think about bench press too is most yeah. of the time they're leaning over you. You're so leaning over you're and you've got the bar. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they are requiring what I've seen a lot of is coaches requiring those spotters to have masks. Um, what's interesting, I think what you're seeing is the the normal so, uh, you know, when, when people think about social distancing, they think about six feet. That's been the, the standard, right? right. Six feet is, is the standard. If you're exercising, like if you are, you know, which I think makes sense, if you're breathing heavy, if you're, you know, spitting, if you're, you know, you're sweating, sweating, things like that, requiring a 10 foot distance when exercising. Um, the, you're, you're seeing small groups saying, okay, well, you're going to put three people together, four people together. You guys are going to work out together. You have to stay 10 feet away from everyone else, right? And another thing that I've seen is, and I think this is something that's really, and I don't know if I want to go down this path. It's something that I think nobody thinks about. Um, 
people are going to have to use the john, right? People are going to have to use the bathroom. Um, that's a place where things can get crowded, right? And an easy, easily they can get crowded in there. And you could, it's very, you know, by nature of the way the bathrooms are, especially at public schools, those are not conducive to social distancing. And so what I've seen a lot of coaches say is it's one in, one out on bathrooms, right? It is. You go in, you do your business, and you come back out. And frankly, you know, my wife is a, is a fifth grade teacher. We've had conversations about what school can and could look like in the fall. And that's going to be something that I think is going to be pretty standard, I, I think, across all um, across all walks of life for a while is the idea of one in one out in bathrooms simply because that's a place where it is a lot harder to socially distance. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that I think is really interesting. Those are things that I've noticed. I think all those, by the way, this you they are not looking for my stamp of approval, but yeah. I think all those are pretty prudent and smart. Yeah. I think those all make a lot of sense to me. I agree too. That to, to, to keep kids safe and keep players safe. But... Uh, what you're seeing, as you mentioned, Pickle, you're seeing a lot of Zoom calls, right? Coach mm-hmm. Gilbert's going to do or with Lancaster's going to do a Zoom call. Uh, in the DFW Metroplex, uh, Mesquite ISD put out a video the other day, uh, put out a video about their protocols, and it's it's been kind of uh, going across uh, social media platforms. I think it's really, really well done, and I think it actually speaks to what has been kind of the standard for these coaches to figure out exactly how to do it. Here's Let's take a look at, at what Mesquite ISD put together. If we want to play sports, it's up to us to do our part to stop the spread of COVID-19. Things are changing, and we have to change too. Protect your teammates, your coaches, and yourself. Here's how. First thing, be ready to go. Wash your hands before leaving the house. Show up in your own workout clothes with your own water bottle and your own towel. Every day we walk into the field house, a coach will check our temperature. If we're 100 degrees or higher, we'll be sent to the athletic trainer. All right, you're good. Have a good workout. Follow social distancing rules when you're going in and when you leave. Stay at least six feet away from your teammates. At every entrance will be assigned with these questions. If you answer yes to any of them, you'll need to go see the athletic trainer. Answer honestly. This isn't about you. It's about keeping your teammates, coaches, and family safe. If every answer is no, you're good. Hand sanitizer is our new best friend. Do it often and do it right. Same thing goes for washing your hands. Make sure you rub your hands all the way to your wrist. Get in between the fingers and scrub those fingertips too. When you use hand sanitizer, don't stop rubbing until your hands are dry. When you get to the weight room, get some hand sanitizer as you're walking in. You'll grab some gloves and a mask, or you can bring your own. The first thing we gotta do is wipe down the station, the bench, the bars, and the weights. If you're lifting, go hard and get stronger. If you're spotting, wear a mask every time. Sanchez, get your mask on. My bad, coach. Keep your gloves on for the entire workout. When you're done with the workout, wipe everything down. As you're walking out, drop your mask and gloves into the buckets. They'll be washed and ready for tomorrow. Then hit the hand sanitizer again. When it's time to go, you got to go home. You can't go to the locker room anyway. If we want to play our sport again and keep playing, these are the things that we have to do. Every day. Every day. How bad do you want it? 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 I think that's awesome. I oh, think yeah. that's I think that's superb. And 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 I love I love the message there at the end of saying how bad do you want it? That this isn't optional. No. You know, this isn't this is and this has a direct impact on what sports are going to look like going forward. That 
if you want this to happen in the fall, then you need to make sure that we're doing these things to make sure everybody's safe. Uh, I thought that was I thought that was really really well put together and and a nice digestible two minutes you can watch and mm -hmm. you understand what's expected of you. I think that's and, great. Yeah, I mean the visual the visual aspect of it just makes it great. But I I said this while we were sitting here is I loved the line when they said this is not about you this is about keeping family members and teammates and mm -hmm. coaches and everyone safe. And so I think that that's the biggest thing that we've talked about multiple times is the fact that you there's there's such a bigger thing here. It's do you want football to happen? Do you want your family members to stay safe? And I think that that did the perfect thing yep. of, look, I don't care if you think that COVID is just a myth or not. Do it out of the kindness for other people. I, I thought it was really, really well done by, by Mesquite ISD. And, and I thought that that was really prudent and something that I think is going to be, you know, it's it's one of those standards. I think that that's what you're going to see from 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 programs around the, the state and the and, and uh, as, as we try to, to kind of creep back open here and, and get football going again here in the state of Texas. So I thought that was really cool. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Why? Because you want the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. This is just a cover. There are no pages in it. But um, we, um, uh, you know, if you want 400 pages inside this cover and this cover too, then become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, textfootball.com slash insider. If you subscribe by the end of the day tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow's the cutoff. You will be guaranteed to get the magazine before it hits newsstands. If you subscribe by the end of the day tomorrow. Now, and I'll be, this is me being, I'm not, I'm not smart enough to lie to you people. <laughs> you people. That was not very nice. Anyway, I'm not smart <laughs> enough to lie to our audience, okay? Good. There's a, what? Did you hear my stomach growl? No. I'm very impressed that that did not make its way through the microphone. Wow, I'm hungry. Sorry, continue. This is a, this is a great promo. <laughs> this is, let's clip this, put this on YouTube. Um, oh, I'll be honest. If you subscribe next week, and I'm really cutting the legs out from underneath my own sales pitch, but if you subscribe next week, there's a pretty good chance that you still get the magazine early, but I can't guarantee it. Right. If it doesn't come in, that's not yeah. on us. Like Unfortunately, <laughs> I can't like I can't guarantee it. The day I can guarantee it is if you subscribe today or tomorrow at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Then we can guarantee you'll get the 2020 Summer Edition Dave Campbell's Texas Football early. Also, by the way, a lot of great online content, including recruiting analysis. If you haven't seen Matt Sepp's region-by-region region previews, they're oh, yeah. really, really good and robust. If, you, if, you, if you're just itching for some football, you get premium podcasts. I think Step and I were supposed to record Tep and Step, and we didn't, but we will next week. Uh, anyway, become a Dave Campbell's Text Football Insider, textfootball.com slash insider. Okay. Time to have a little bit of fun, Pickle. Let's do it. So the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football is about to be released it's on the printer right now mm -hmm. one of the things that people always turn to and people are most interested in is our high school football rankings uh we have the most robust rankings of anywhere in in the state of texas as well as we are the official rankings provider of the associated press mm -hmm. and so these are the official texas high school football rankings uh of record here in the state of texas and in the magazine, you have r expanded rankings. Uh, for You have the top 50 
in Class 6A. You have the top 25 in each division of Class uh, 5A, 4A, 3A, and 2A, and you have the top 20 in the in the in each division of Class 1A. Plus, you have top tens of the private school 11 man and private school six man teams. A lot of rankings, big, yes. expansive rankings. But to whet, you, whet your appetite, and because we're all itching for a little bit of football, we're going to peel back the curtain a little bit. And we're going to unveil the rankings, the top tens for each division in the state of Texas. And we are going to start today with the smallest classification 1A Division 2. We are unveiling the 2020 Texas High School Football Preseason Class 1A Division 2 rankings. We will start with number 10, the Grand Falls Royalty Cowboys. 10-2 and two a year ago, new coach Jeff Corian takes over the Cowboys as they look to uh, lean on folks like all region players Isaiah v- uh, Vasquez and Abel Rodriguez to get the Cowboys back to the top. Checking in at number 10 in the preseason 1A Division 2 rankings, the Grand Falls Royalty Cowboys. At number nine, the Groom Tigers. Groom was a regional finalist a year ago, took Motley County to the wire, and they return a loaded squad led by running back Damon Keeler and quarterback Gunnar Lamb. Groom looks to make sure that they are uh, moving on to AT&T Stadium. The Groom Tigers checking at number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football's 1A Division II rankings. To number eight we go. A traditional power, the Gordon Longhorns check in at number eight. Their second-year coach, Mike Reed, uh, leads a team that was a regional finalist a year ago and leads a very young team. But they have guys like Morgan Mahan and Haas, uh, Haas Rouse who are junior names to know. Gordon is the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football in 1A Division Two. To number seven, if you got Gordon... Got out their rival, Strawn. The Greyhounds, the 2017 and 2018 state champions, are reloaded behind running back and defensive end Luke Eli, and you doubt Dwayne Lee, the coach at Strawn, at your own peril. Strawn checks in at number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number six we go. A state semifinalist from a year ago, the Blackwell Hornets check in at number six, made the state semifinals for the first time in 2019, but that was just the start for Coach Clint Lowry's squad. Uh, Michael Lowry triggers the offense, and Cameron Coldiron is a bona fide superstar for Blackwell. Uh, uh, Blackwell, the Hornets check in at number six in Dave Campbell's Texas football. We're rolling through the Class 1A Division II rankings, the preseason rankings, uh, according to Dave Campbell's Texas football. A reminder that we have partnered with SixManFootball.com, the official uh, insi- uh, six-man insider of Dave Campbell's Texas football. Our friend Granger Huntress over there at SixManFootball.com. Uh, so he had a lot to do with these rankings as well. To number five we go. Into the top five, the Jayton Jaybirds check in at number five. A year ago, coming up short in the regional final, but they have a guy that you need to know by the name of Pecos Smith, who is absolutely sensational, leading a resurgent Jaybird squad, ready to return them to former glory behind coach Josh Stanlin. Jayton checks in at number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number four we go. How about the defending state champion Richland Springs Coyotes check in at number four. Fresh off their record ninth state championship, the Coyotes are again a team to be reckoned with, especially with Landon Burkhart back for his senior year. The defending state champion Richland Springs Coyotes check in at number four. To number three we go. The Calvert Trojans are the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Jamarcus Ashley is one of the brightest young coaching stars in the state of Texas, and his Trojans are ready for prime time with Jaquarius Ford and Davian Flintroy ready to lead them to new heights. The Calvert Trojans are the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number two, 
The Motley County Matadors are the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, and it's the Jake Richards Show. The Texas high school football single-season rushing leader returns for his junior year, which is ridiculous in its own right. As they look to finish what they started, a state finalist from a year ago came up short in the title game. They want to finish the job this year. Motley County is the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. In the 2020 preseason Texas high school football Class 1A Division II number one team is the Balmeray Bears. Legendary coach Vance Jones has the entire defense back from last year, plus Lane Carrasco, a bell cow, for the unbalanced wing-eye t- uh, offense. This is a Bears team that is ready to make their mark. Vance Jones is the right coach for the job. Balmeray, the number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football's preseason Texas high school football rankings in Class 1A Division 2. So there you have it, the preseason Class 1A Division 2 rankings. Number 10, Grand Falls Royalty. Number 9, Groom. Number 8, Gordon. Number 7, Strawn. Number 6, Blackwell. Number 5, Jayton. Number 4, Richland Springs. Number 3, Calvert. Number 2, Motley County. And the number one team, the Balmeray Bears. Of course, you can reserve your copy of the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. And of course, check out our friends at sixmanfootball.com, the official six-man insider of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. There you go. The 1A Division II rankings. Tomorrow, we'll do 1A Division One. And now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, for like... Literally, maybe three seconds, Facebook kicked us off there for a second, oh, but no. it, it popped right back up. Oh, weird. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, guys. That one that one was not on our end. Um, the one other thing that Josh Chapa had uh, commented very early on in the show, he said, Vince Young, come get your bottle of Topo Chico, <laughs> which is funny because they didn't know if you had the trophy or not. And the answer to that question is yes. No, you don't. I have the trophy. I texted you this morning. Yeah, I have the trophy. To remind you. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Let's see it. Oh, it's a, it's at home. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I have the trophy. Mm. Like, I'm still in ownership of it. Okay. But, like, Vince didn't pick it up. <laughs> you know? There you go. All right. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. Thank you.